How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove, with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final from Colorado, and the results are good. The game and the series ends with a 7-6 Brewers victory. That was too close for comfort. And that could have been a devastating loss for this baseball team, but it wasn't. Welcome in, everybody. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. There's my main man, Mayor Mitch. Uh, my name is Tim Allen. 7-6, you're in cruise control, 6-zip into the sixth inning, and the wheels completely come off. I haven't seen... Uh, Anything like that in a Brewers game in quite some time. Maybe there was a Giovanni Gallardo start many years ago in Colorado that ended up in a debacle. But uh, that was just way too close for comfort. And it, it shows you, I think maybe it exposed a little bit of the middle relief for this, uh, for this team here. You get to the late innings, and I think you feel pretty good about your chances to win the ball game. And they did get, get to the late innings there once they hit Suter. And they got Devin Williams in there and Boxberger in, in, in the ninth inning, closed things out. But you feel really good, but you've got to get there. And Eric Lauer, for all the effort he did, maybe deserved a little bit better fate. And I just wonder if, uh, if maybe when his spot came up in that top of the fifth inning with runners at the corners and, and one out, if Craig Council pondered the idea of going with a pinch hitter right there and just lifting uh, Eric Lauer at that point, um, I should say the top of the sixth inning, because he got through five, yeah. He got through five innings of work with just two hits and not a run allowed, one walk and five strikeouts. And so the Brewers uh, get something cooking in that sixth inning, first and third and one out, and you're thinking, well, maybe the knockout blow here, but you do have a six to nothing lead, so maybe that's why Craig Council was a little more on the chill side. Uh, 80 pitches through the five innings of work for, for Lauer. And so I guess you could debate that, but then heading into the bottom of the sixth inning, it, was, it, it wasn't um, an inning that, uh, that, that we want to remember. We just don't. And that really put a scare. So the Brewers do get the victory. They get two of the five. Now, they've lost five straight. 
Uh, I understand. Um, three got swept uh, against Cincinnati. They lose the first two of this Rockies series, but they come right back and get a series split in the four-gamer in Denver, and that's huge to get two of those five losses back. You're heading into Arizona, and I think, uh, what, they're on a 16- or 17-game losing streak. Time to make hay in Arizona a little bit and get a couple of wins there minimum in that series. Should take two out of three in that series. You take it one game at a time, I understand. But uh, the road trip continues with that three-game set. And Colton Wong, interestingly, in this game, boy, what an addition he has been. I mean, it is is pretty remarkable to see uh, Colton Wong play on a regular basis here. His first three at-bats, three for three, three RBIs on three pitches. <laughs> so I haven't seen that before in a Brewers uniform. I really haven't. Someone would have to point that out to me. I don't recall something like that on three pitches, uh, any any bigger damage done on three pitches than the three that Colton Wong saw in his first three plate appearances uh, today. But, man, it was it was huge for him to set the tone. The Brewers get a couple of runs in that first, a couple of runs in the second. Eric Lauer just kind of cruising along there. And, you know, I, I think it was Lauer's last stand here uh, to a degree. Now, he did uh, earn some points for throwing the five scoreless, but they really got on him in that sixth inning. So I think maybe they're going to go ahead and uh, who else would it be? He'll be in that six-man rotation. He'll get another start. But Zach Godley came in. He wasn't better in that sixth inning. He allowed three runs and a couple of home runs. It was so ugly in this one. You, you kind of thought that if the Brewers were to have trailed at any point in this game, I don't think you would have come out victorious in this one. But they get it done. Their 40th victory on the season. And they, uh, they stay atop the National League Central. The Cubs did win earlier today. And that's what we're talking about in the Central here is that this dogfight is going to go all summer long. And here we are already, uh, what, June 20th here. And, and, and it's uh, uh, as predicted here by a lot of folks that this was going to be just a fight to the finish here in the Central. Every game, guys, you're in a pennant race now. It's where you're at here. So coming off a huge Bucks victory last night, a huge ninth inning rally last night for the crew to grab the win. A big, well, hold on to victory in a 7-6 final today. Things going well. All told, a pretty good weekend uh, for the uh, for the Milwaukee teams, Bucks and uh, Brewers. And I tell you, um, this may have been the biggest win of the year. I mean, you spit this one up here after being up six zip. Now I understand it's 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 Colorado. And no, you know, the old adage is no, no lead is safe out there, but you're up six zip. I mean, come on. You are better than that. Six zip in the sixth inning. They had tied the game before an out was even recorded. That's when it got scary. I mean, it got scary when it was six, three, then six, five, and then six, six. I mean, you were still fishing for your first out there. But they, uh, they finally get it done. They run their mark to 40 and 32 through the 72 games. We're just, uh, what, nine games away from that halfway mark, guys, and the Brewers. Would you consider them overachieving about where they should be? 
I would still consider it a little on the underachieving side of things. That's for sure. I uh, want to get your reaction here today. Uh, 414-799-1250. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove as Again, they get it. Uh, they get it done. Seven six, the final. We'll get to our game recap. We're going to hear from uh, Craig Council. How big a victory was this? I mean, for me, to get the series tied two two and and get out of here with a split, I think it was paramount here. It really was. I mean, the Rockies are a different team at home, and I can't explain that. You know, there's some what ten games over five hundred at home some 22 games under 500 on the road. Now the Brewers are going to be seeing the Rockies uh, starting next week in a four game set. So, you know, this, this is, if this is any indication, this series, get ready. An important stat here. Also, you want these cruise control victories and you thought you had one today. That's just not what the Brewers do for some, for some reason they just, this year, they, they, they don't seem to play that way. They can't run away with these victories. You thought it was one today. And it turns out another one-run game. Five of their last seven games the Brewers have played in have been one-run games in either direction. Pretty crazy when you think about it. That's the way they do it. So nail-biting baseball for the Brewers in the 21 championship season. Let's get to our game recap here as the Brewers get a much much needed victory. They play from the lead in the first inning. Lead off base hit from uh, Colton Wong. Vogel back then with a base hit and an error moves uh, Wong to third. First and third um, for Christian Yelich. And uh, I'll tell you, guys, I-, I watch sequences and and again, full admission, true confession. Maybe I'm just a little bit too much of a nerd about this stuff. But it's what I do. It's I can't change the DNA uh, makeup in which I watch baseball games. Christian Yelich at the plate, first and third to start the ball game. Nobody out. Takes ball one. What in the world pitch do you think you're going to get seven, eight times out of ten on that next pitch? And he looks at a fastball down the middle for strike one. I, I can't explain it to you. I, I don't understand why the fastball is just confusing him. I mean, we could talk all day long about some of these other hitters, but Christian Yelich did get the ball in play. We'll give him credit for that, and he puts the Brewers into the lead. Yelich hits one on the ground. There's Story flips to Rogers for one. That's all they'll get as Wong is home. First out of the game, first run of the game. Brewers again, as they did last night. Runs on the board in the opening inning. And uh, Omar Narvaez follows up with a base hit of his own. So Brewers still in business after a Willie Adamas punch out. How about Derek Fisher in his first start in a Brewers uniform? He comes through in that first inning. It's always been good to hit at Coors Field. And Derek Fisher agrees. There's a base hit into left field. Yelich rounding third. And it's a two-run first here for the crew. RBI single for Derek Fisher. Yeah, they, they put up a couple of runs in that first, uh, sending seven men to the plate, four hits, a couple of runs, as I said. It's two zip into the bottom half of that first. Lauer a leadoff walk. But he gets out of that. Uh, Trevor Story, a big strikeout to uh, 
uh, to Story and a big strikeout to Blackman for Lauer. And I felt pretty good right there. Big punch outs from Eric Lauer in that first inning. Brewers tack on in the second inning of play. A leadoff base hit by JBJ. He was on base three times in today's ball game. Eric Lauer, one of three sacrifices with a bat in his hand, moves him over. He's standing there at second base for Colton Wong. Going out to the first pitch again, and this is hit in the air. Deep left field. Tapia going back, and that is out of here. A home run for Colton Wong, his fifth of the year. And the Brewers getting to Gonzalez early on this Father's Day afternoon. Four zip at that point. Six hits, four runs through the two innings. Yeah, come on, guys. Run away with one for once. Lauer could use a shutdown inning. He gets it in that bottom of the second inning into the uh, third as the Brewers were empty in their half. One, two, three. Lauer just setting them up and punching them out here. Uh, another punch out to uh, Trevor Story into the fourth inning, four to nothing. Offense gets back to work here. Tack on, one out. JBJ uh, draws a walk. Eric Lauer moves him over to second base two for two on the sacrifice bunts for Eric Lauer and it set the table for Colton Wong to see one more pitch he has wasted no time in each of his first two at bats swinging right away and it continues and there's another base hit into right field JBJ rounding third and he will score as Colton Wong has seen three pitches today single two run homer RBI single, the model of efficiency. And the question I ask is, why would you throw him a fastball for a strike on a first pitch when he's got two hits on first pitches in his first two at-bats? I mean, you got to wonder about that. Cutter down the middle, and Colton drives in another run. Three RBIs for Wong today on three pitches, three hits. That's pretty crazy stuff. As I said at the open of the show, I don't remember that from a Brewers hitter. Uh, at all. And so three for three, three RBIs on three pitches for Colton Wong. The Brewers up five zip. There you go. There's attack on run. Run away with one. Get an easy one. Get a cruise control victory. Lauer, uh, he's doing his part through the fourth inning. Two hits. Scoreless through four into that fifth inning. And uh, neither team scores. Brewers back at it in the sixth inning. Uh, now, again, Lauer 80 pitches through the five innings of work as uh, the Brewers have that five-run lead, and the Brewers want more. They get it a little bit um, in that sixth inning where, was it Colton Wong again? <laughs> they get base runners, a leadoff triple by Derek Fisher, two for three with an RBI to that point for Fish. Yes, I did say that. Uh, after an Urias strikeout, Bud Black goes to his lefty to face JBJ, and JBJ earns a walk to put runners at the corners for Eric Lauer. And here's the point in which I, I would have considered going to Avi right there. You know, you want a knockout blow. You're, you're at Coors Field. You know that runs can come in abundance and they can come quick. But, um, you know, it does pay off a little bit in, in this regard. Uh, Eric Lauer already two for two in sacrifice bunts. Let's see what happens in his third AB. See what he does, one and two. Rip and rip. Let's find out. 
Milton going to try to lay it down, and he does. Coming home is Fisher. Man, putting on a clinic on how you bunt today. Nicely done. Eric Lauer getting Derek Fisher home, and it's a 6 nothing game. You know, JBJ uh, in that inning right there drew that walk. He was th on base three straight times, so you're seeing a little change in JBJ. A little, little by little, we'll take it. As the Brewers offense certainly needs it. Brewers up six to nothing. Here's where the wall is hit. Bottom of the sixth inning. Lead-off base hit. Off Lauer. Then a two-run homer makes it six-two. Don't worry about it. You're all right. Everyone's cool. It's still a four-run lead. You're okay. Relax. Oh, next guy. Um, home run. Now it's well, you're still up six-three. You're okay. Um, story hit him deep. Council has seen enough. Five-plus innings of work for Lauer, four hits, three runs, all earned a walk and five punch-outs. Gives way to Zach Godley. Still nobody out in that sixth inning. Godley brings his gas can with a base hit. Then he allows a two-run home run. Uh-oh. Now you're worried. It's 6-5. Five. five runs in. One out later, a solo shot makes it 6-6, six to six, and Godley has to leave the game. He allows three runs, six runs on six hits in that inning, four of them home runs. Hobie Milner is called from the bullpen a nightmare scenario here for the crew. Milner allows a couple of hits, but does get a couple outs, no runs, keeps it at 6-6. So all told, six runs on eight hits in the inning, four of them home runs. Wow. I did not feel good right there at 6-6 into the seventh inning. But, uh, you know, there's still a third of the game left. And so it's uh, Suter on for the seventh inning as the Brewers don't score in the seventh inning. More importantly, Suter on, but no runs allowed into the eighth inning. Two-out base hit for the crew in the eighth inning uh, by Urias, uh, but no runs. Uh-oh, bottom eight. You don't want to give one up here, and then three outs, you're going to lose this thing. Devin Williams says, uh-uh. Strikes out the side in order to hold it at 6-6. Six, six. And now the ninth inning, the Brewers, they uh, score a run, at least a run, in the third consecutive ninth inning. Uh, in this series, wow. Okay, that's uh, that's never saying die here. A leadoff base hit by Jace Peterson after a Wong pop out. Uh, Jace steals second base, and it set up the big man at first base, Daniel Vogelback. Hard with the three-two again, and Vogelback with a base hit into right field. Here comes Jace Peterson rounding third. The throw to the plate and safe at home. Peterson as he gets through Nunez and then it's uncorked into right field moving to second the big fella and he's out at second but the Brewers take the lead there are two outs in the inning and they did take the lead there in the ninth inning Brad Boxberger closes things out for another save for the crew and a victory 40th on the season as the Brewers well, they split the series 2-2. We're going to hear from Craig Council and others as we move along if you want to react to this one because uh, this one put the fear into me mid-game. An eight-hit inning with four of those hits being home runs by the Colorado Rockies. Most times you do that in a ball game. I don't care where you play it. 
Coors Field, American Family Field, or on the moon, you're going to lose a game. You allow something like that. But the Brewers survive here, and they get the victory. And uh, it's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's hear what you thought of today's game on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove on The Fan. Call Tim Allen now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Well, they get the victory and earn the split in the four-gamer in Colorado. And, uh, you know, you just wipe the sweat off your brow here. They're up six-zip in the sixth inning, and then suddenly eight hits and four home runs, and that's what happens out there. And it's 6-6 all the way to the ninth inning. Uh, Daniel Vogelback with that huge RBI base hit and a big steal by Jace Peterson, a big base hit by him to get on in that ninth inning, but they recover, they get the victory, you move on. You know, just wipe this middle inning stuff uh, away here between Lauer and uh, and Godley that gave up uh, some ungodly numbers there in that uh, sixth inning. I had to do that. Uh, Tim Allen, Mayor Mitch is here as well, 414-799-1250. And I want to wish everybody a happy Father's Day. Um, I will say this, that with the, uh, with the season getting underway last year in July, I, I wasn't on the air on Father's Day, which is, was probably a good thing. Uh, missed a couple of Father's Day here, Mitch, um, in the last 16 years. I think I've missed two. I've been on the air for the other 14, counting this one. And it was maybe my son's baseball stuff or something was going on. I, I don't, it was a Father's Day event of some kind. I hung out with my dad and whatever it was. But, I, I mean, everyone in my circle knew that I had to work uh, over holidays. They're all accustomed to that. Uh, and that's what we do. We chose this business, so we work on holidays. But this is the first um, Father's Day I've been on the air without my dad. He, he passed away in December of 2019. So when it got to 2020, it was not such a horrible thing that, you know, I experienced that first Father's Day with with not being on the air. It, it just, it was probably n- not a good place for me to be at that time. Um, but I want to wish you guys happy Father's Day. And I, I will say this, um, in, in my father's passing, uh, you, you need to spend as much time with your dad as you can. Sometimes it doesn't work out a little bit, you know, it's schedules and you know, you, I know you're busy and you guys got to work, but then your dad's busy and he's got to work and all that. But, but don't take it for granted. It, uh, it's, it, it makes you understand your mortality. Um, so spend time with, uh, if you're a dad with your kids, certainly. And, and if you're the kid, spend time with your dad. He, he had a, a tremendous impact on me and in, in the, in the, uh, brewer's world. Um, Mitch, I, I may have told this story a time or two that he would take me on his motorcycle to County stadium <laughs> and he would grab, he would grab a beer and a bag of peanuts. We'd there get there probably, you know, when the gates open, we were there and we never waited in line. We never waited in line, uh, in the car line. So if, if, if it was packed getting into the parking lots, you know, he always took his motorcycle off to the side and just zipped right all the way up to the front. And uh, we'd buy the cheapest seat in the house. We didn't have uh, a ton of money. And he would grab his beer. He would grab his peanuts, sit in the lower grandstand, probably 25 rows from the field. And I'd be straight down at the railing trying to get 
autographs and all that. And uh, that, that was a tremendous impact. Just, just spending that kind of time, hey, you know, I didn't realize it at the time, but a huge impact on me and, and my love for Brewers baseball certainly emanated from him. He wasn't the biggest baseball fan, that's the thing, but he allowed me to be. And and that that's what was cool with with him, Mitch. Your your father's impact. Oh, it's my dad's impact on my baseball career and Brewer baseball. I mean, totally agree with everything you said. I mean, I'm from three hours away. I'm from the Wassa area originally, but you know, I remember going to a game at County Stadium in like 1995 when I was five years old or six years. I think Chili Davis and J.T. Snow were on the California Angels, <laughs> nice. and it was 30 degrees out in April, and we're we're bundled up at, uh, you know, me, my mom, and dad at, at County Stadium. And um, in terms of playing, you know, without him, I, I wouldn't have. And, you know, I just – I've been talking a lot lately, you know, with some of the guys at the station. Like, I know McGivern asked a question to me during one of his shows about if, if you could if you could pick one more – like one more what, – what, what would you do to – you know, one more game to play, you know, what uniform would you put back on one more time? And I told him, you know, some of those travel baseball games and, like, when you're 13 or 14 years old, going down to Madison and playing mm-hmm. teams from the Milwaukee area and with all your buddies and your, you know, I don't think my dad was the coach at that time, but he was, you know, in Little League and, and you know, playing catch and teaching me how to throw a baseball. And I remember one time getting angry at him when I was, you know, five or six years old trying to catch a baseball um, because he wouldn't let me quit, you know. He, he, he wouldn't let me quit because I, I always wanted to catch it underhand. And that wasn't what baseball players do, you know. And I'm like, well, I guess you don't want me to catch it then because I cannot. But eventually yeah. I learned it, you know, ended up playing all the way basically through high school. Um, didn't didn't go any further than that. But um, baseball and my dad go hand in hand, I would say. And I think a lot of people around here that are probably listening to us right now um, probably have a similar situation where it's just baseball on Father's Day is 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 just it just ain't summer without them. Right. Yeah, I, I agree. And I, I think they're married. Uh, it's it's that whole I, I, again, I you know. To, to to spend time with with your dad at a ball game there's just it's just you know I don't want to sound schmaltzy or anything or, or bonding or what, whatever word you want to put on it I, I just put it uh, as uh, spending time with your dad and I'll, I'll promise you the older you get the more you remember and cherish those moments and you may not at the time that's the thing you you don't you're just a kid you're in the back right. seat mitch as you said your three-hour ride and you're going to the ball game yeah. are we there now yet? You are look, we there yet yeah and now you look back on it and you say man that was cool yep. that was really cool and you know i wish i could you know turn the clock back and enjoy it even more but i do i do have those memories eric lauer uh similar situation lost his father uh in 2019 as well and he was the starter uh, in today's ball game on Father's Day, that that played a part uh, in his uh, preparation into this start today. Here's the Brewers' left-hander prior to the game. I think it is going to be a little extra special, and it's going to be it's going to be an interesting one for me. I don't I don't think I'll, I don't want to put too much thought to it, but it's definitely going to be um, it's definitely going to be a little tougher of a day I guess but I mean obviously he wouldn't want me to focus on like him while I'm pitching regardless if he was here or not so um I think he'd be kind of mad at me if I used him as an excuse (laughs) I have this little dog tag of him so he'll be with me a little dad dog tag does it say his name on there does it just say dad 
it says dad and it has his like fingerprint like his oh thumb. wow so he's always with me and he's always rooting me on i know that yeah, and I I, uh, I appreciate that. There's Eric Lauer with comments. Uh, he lost his father in 2019, uh, like myself. And and I will tell you this, uh, proud. I'm sure his his father is is super proud of him. Super proud of going going out there today on Father's Day, and he's he's got the best seat in the house. Uh, my my pop, he'd he'd probably clobber me if if I were to take off. You know, on a Father's Day, you're working over the years. You're you got to work. You're working. That's that's what <laughs> I remember. The, the the comments that he that he used to make to me were were put on this earth to accomplish things, and you will accomplish things. And that's that he always kept the bar right there. Other Brewer players did make comments about Father's Day, uh, and that's Adrian Hauser, Josh Hader, and Brett Anderson. My dad's basically the, the reason for my baseball career. You know, he's a big baseball fan growing up, played it his whole life, went to college ball a little bit and ball a little bit. You know, he's the one who really got me hooked on it and started into it. And pretty much until I was drafted, he was the only pitching coach that I had in my entire life. You know, never really had any lessons or anything like that. It was just him and I working out in the front yard and going down to the baseball field anytime we could. When I was younger or very young, he was um, on the road a lot recruiting. And so my daycare literally from when I was in kindergarten until we left Texas Tech was uh, I'd get dropped off at the field. They'd lock the gate behind me and then they would find me after practice. And so it wasn't like, you know, a lot of instruction. It was just like, here's, here's baseball. They've been huge for me and uh, my life and just helped me grow as a person that I am now. And, um, you know, especially my dad, you know, putting all the time and effort into, uh, you know, being able to, you know, give me to play baseball and, um, you know, live the life that I've always wanted to do. And, you know, if it wasn't for him, uh, I probably wouldn't be in this situation now. Hauser, Brett Anderson, and Josh Hader in that order talking about their fathers. You want to uh, chime in here, 414-799-1250. You talk about playing catch with, with your dad, and you pass those things along to your son, um, and, and you play catch with him and then all those things are passed down. It's just, just the nature of baseball. My father, on the other hand, yeah, we played catch. We did, but he, he couldn't, <laughs> he, was, he was no good. <laughs> I mean, I mean, even, even to, to put a glove on looked awkward for him, but he, he went out there and gave it his best. So what ended up happening uh, was that we would always play catch for a while, and then I would know that, um, Dad, you can't, you can't throw. I'm I'm running to get the ball every time. You, you're not. I mean, you got to throw it to me here. You know, it's 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 just almost Shouldn't like it be a the other way, way around, though, Tim. It's, it's... Yeah, but but no, I was on. I was spot on. I did him chest high, right to him, but. I mean, it, it, he would chicken wing it, and he just had that awkward way of throwing a baseball. Probably wore a watch while while he had the glove on. Of course he did. <laughs> yeah, of course he did. And he had a beer in his back pocket. I mean, I'm not kidding you. A, High a life? beer in his uh, back. No, back then it was I. Th- I want to say old style. Okay. Back in the 70s, uh, he was on an old style or a Pabst kick at at that time, and uh, so what ended up happening would be we'd move then I would throw the ball against the house and he would work on his cars and motorcycles and we'd listen to Bob Euchre and that's just the that's just the way it went and I know these guys 
I would imagine uh, an impact uh, like no other for the major leaguers that would uh, propel these guys to get to the to level to the level that they're at here. I'm, I'm sure. And those of you just cherish it, guys. I'm I'm telling you. Maybe a little wisdom passed on here through a microphone, but I, I, I'm not a big fan of estrangement relationships. I'm not a big fan of that. I, I think life is too short. I think those of you that, you know, you hear comments about, well, I haven't talked to my dad in years because he was a blah, 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 blah. I, I remember having the same conversation on a Father's Day regarding Prince Fielder and his father many years ago on this show, and I have the same stance. Figure it out. You guys ain't getting any younger. Bury the hatchet. Mend the fence. Do whatever you got to do. Is is it worth that estrangement for many, many years like that? It's just so d- disappointing for me to hear that with people, and I know that, you know, people make some pretty brutal decisions um, when they're young, or whether they're drinking or whatever, and then it leads to some chaos. But, you know, after, after a period of time, you got to let that stuff go and uh, just, just patch it up. And, and I'll stay consistent with that. It, it's quite disturbing. Uh, you hear that about brothers and sisters, too, and, you know, relatives and friends, and just shake hands and, you know, let, let it go. Let, let it go and get along with your dad, get along with your son. Makes for a great Father's Day. I'll promise you that. Uh, we'll take a break. If you want to jump in here, 799-1250. We'll hear from Craig Council coming up. Daniel Vogel back, a huge hit from a huge man in that ninth inning, giving the Brewers a 7-6 victory. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove here on The Fan. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse, presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Welcome back. Brewers get a victory to split the series two games apiece against the Rockies. A huge bounce-back win for the crew here today as uh, they lose five in a row and then bounce back to win a couple of them right back. We'll get to uh, Vogel back here in just a second. Had the game-winning base hit in the ninth inning. Also, uh, Colton Wong had a day today. First three pitches was three for three with three RBIs, a couple of singles, and a two-run home run. Uh, We'll take that every every time out. And we'll get to Craig Council. Also, if you want to jump in here, 414-799-1250. Uh, a couple of things here. Uh, Bill had just called in. And, Bill, hey, uh, you know what? This platform is open to anybody that wants to wants to call in. Anytime. I'm, I'm not offended. Uh, I don't get too in, into all that. And uh, So, Bill, I know felt – Mitch, you answered the call. He felt a little bit bad last night. So I don't know. I don't know what happened, but something he was – he was it sounded like he was pretty disappointed in himself. Um for some of his apparently some of his conduct, I don't know if he said something that he shouldn't have. No, no problem, Bill. It's it's no problem. It's you, you're welcome anytime here. I don't you know, you just reset and re rack, and that's fine. It's it's uh that's that's what we do here is get reaction, communicate with you guys, uh, and then we go to Mike before we hear from Vogelback and Wong. Mike, you're on the fan. What's happening? Hey, Timmy, how you doing, buddy? Well, it's more important how you are, Mike, for sure. 
Snow, I called last night, too. You got to remember, you're watching the Bucks game. There's a few liquid beverages going down. So not <laughs> everything will oh, yeah. come out right. Am I it's right? okay. Yep, I have a right. Father's Day comment, but I want to get to the Brewers real quick. Mm-hmm. Then I got more calls. This Hobie Milner, this bullpen, I mean, am I right? It's just the middle relief. I, I think you got to bridge that gap to get to the seventh on a short start by some of these guys, and okay. I, I think they'll button that up. Yeah, but they didn't even need Hater in the ninth. Am I no, right? I don't, I, yeah, I don't think he was available today to even pitch. I mean, so. that's a three cigarette ninth, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, pretty close. <laughs> now you know I I'm like a broken record. The Bucks move on, as they talked to you last night. And then if they can move on again in the Cubs series, I I don't know what's going to – I mean, it's going to go crazy. Like the heat's going to be on, on 110. And what you got Adamus, on Father's Day? Adamus and Wong? Wow. But, you know, my dad was a union bus driver. He got – he took uh, – he wasn't really in the sports. He took us to our first game, and we saw Hank Aaron. With the birds. Nice. And then camping. I'll never forget the five weeks of camping. <laughs> and I'll hang up and listen. <laughs> camping. Oh, boy. I was there, too. Four sisters and a brother. Oh, boy. Oh, wow. A couple of tents. Oh, there was no camper for, for this family. Uh-uh. And uh, <laughs> it's just... Uh, speaking of broadcasting, I do want to wish... Um, Bob Euchre, Lane Grindle, Jeff Levering, Kent Sommerfeld, Bill Schroeder, Matt LePay. I'm a, he's the one guy I, I don't know 100% if he's a dad. But if you are, Matt, uh, happy Father's Day to all you, you broadcasters uh, that cover uh, Brewers baseball and, of course, uh, Brian Anderson uh, as well. Uh, and the rest of the gang there that, uh, I mean, I, I know that Schroeder, like I said, Schroeder, Levering, Grindle, Sommerfeld, all, all dads for sure. So happy Father's Day to you guys. Uh, as the uh, Brewers get a 7-6 to six victory today, it didn't look, well, it looked great early. Then it didn't look good in the middle, and then it looked great at the end. And at the end there, a great at-bat from Jace Peterson to get on base to lead it off. He steals second base and out later. Set that table for Daniel Vogelback to knock him in, and that was the winning run. Let's hear from Vogelback. Yeah, it's just, you know, it's so crazy how the game is. You know, Omar has maybe one of the best at-bats, if not the best at-bat of the day, and um, it results in, you know, an out. Um, but that's the stuff that goes, you know, unnoticed to people that, you know, that's just, you know, not giving in, and he continued to go and uh, win every pitch, and it's just impressive. He's been really good all year as you guys know, and um, just credit to him for, you know, continuing to battle at the plate. Hey, uh, Daniel, what about the way you guys turn this series around? You go into the ninth inning last night, you have a chance to lose the first three games. Willie hits that home run, and then you guys hang in there today. Now you get a big split. Yeah, you know, like I said, um, you know, Sophia earlier, it's just a credit to the guys in the clubhouse, you know, and, you know, what, what we all bring every single day, um, you know, the game's up and down and, uh, you know, it's not always going to go our way, but, you know, I don't think there's any quit in the clubhouse and um, it's just every single night until the last pitch, you know, we're never out of it. 
Willie said that he loved that you gave him a high five last night. Did he reciprocate to you today in the ninth? <laughs> no, that's, those are for special times. And that was, uh, that was a pretty special swing by him last night. You know, sometimes you look back on a season or something and, you know, it's like you look at a moment that, you know, kind of turned the corner um, as a big swing. And, you know, that may be one of them as we look back. It was an unbelievable at bat. And, um, you know, I think it may uh, put us on a little streak right here. There he is, Daniel Vogelback. Wow. Okay, I'm with you 100% on those moments here. I'm a big believer in that. We look back at certain games, certain series, a certain situation. Vogelback right on the money there. Man, okay, that's cool. Colton Wong, he's been involved in a lot of these moments uh, since he's uh, put on the Brewers uniform. Let's hear from the Brewers' second baseman. A big day today. Colton, they kept throwing you uh strikes to start the at bat the, by the fourth time were you surprised at all no i mean i kind of you know the first three at bats i mean the balls are right down the middle so you know i was like hey this is how it's gonna go i'm gonna continue to swing i mean i'm not gonna stop you know if they're throwing me strikes why not keep going and uh worked out well for the first three and then kind of suffered the last two Colin, how much of that is just though being ready to ambush first pitch, like being in a good position to to hit and, and be as productive as you were? Yeah, just knowing Chichi as a pitcher, um, you know, he's a guy that likes to get ahead early. You know, he's, I mean, I think, you know, he'll give up some runs, but usually he'll still have 30, you know, 40 pitches going into the fifth. So, you know, I didn't want to wait around and, you know, allow him to kind of pick me apart. Just, you know, be aggressive on pitches I knew I could hit and uh, just get on base for the guys behind me. We thought after you did it three or four times in a row, Colton, they would not throw the first pitch down the middle, but they kept doing it. <laughs> I think I got in my own head, too, towards towards the end. You know, I was like, man, I can't keep swinging at the first pitch. These guys, They're going to pitch a ball eventually. But, I mean, you know, it, literally every first pitch was pretty much on the middle. You know, I think the lefty, I might have swung in the ball, maybe a little up and in. But for the most part, you know, every single ball was right there. We were getting ready to go down and see if the bus was running that they told you maybe the bus was. <laughs> uh, no, man, that's just me. Uh, there's going to be some times where I'm very patient and, you know, I think just understanding the picture, understanding situations and uh, just wanted to kind of get us off on the right foot. Obviously it's been kind of a grinder here. These guys have been playing us super tough. So I just wanted to get us off, you know, with a bang, start us, you know, getting some runs early if we could. And, you know, luckily I was able to do that. Colton, you, do you sometimes leave a series at Coors Field sort of worn out just with, all the back and forth and nothing ever feels seems like nothing ever feels comfortable there. hundred percent. I mean, this is, this is a grinder field for sure. You know, you're playing high elevations. I mean, it's a big field. Um, and on top of that, this team just knows how to play here really well. You know, they're just a really good team at home. So, you know, you always know you're in for a fight. You know, we were up six, nothing and we were still yelling dugout. This isn't over. You know, we still got to continue to fight. We got to continue to put on runs. And um, as you can see, you know, we needed to put on one more and, you know, luckily we had, Bogey come up with a big at bat and, and bringing that run. Let's find out the play of the game. Brought to you by ABC Audio Video. Home entertainment and smart home technology simply done right. Check them out at abcaudiovideo.com. On the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. On the fan. You know, Adam McCalvey was right there with that question to, to Colton Wong that, you know, he came out of a four-game set at Coors Field, and, and it just, 
It's it's just wild. It's weird. You you just never know in that stadium. Now whether it's you know doctoring of baseballs, whether it's the elevation, whether it's just the mystique about it, because I think that plays into it too. That it's almost like you're you're looking over your shoulder a little bit, despite having a big lead, and then that may uh, affect the way you play uh, the the rest of the game there. But man, big time for Vogelback. I did not it, had this gone, game gone to extras. I, I it just didn't feel right to me. So that that was a huge hit. He talks about Adamas and and the hit last night. I'll point right back to the next day today as his base hit to score Peterson for the game winner here, 7-6. And that's our ABC audio video play of the game in the Brewers' victory. Fifth game in their last seven that has been a one-run either direction, but Vogelback made it count today. Bard with the 3-2 again. And Vogelback with a base hit into right field. Here comes Jace Peterson rounding third. The throw to the plate, and safe at home is Peterson as he gets through Nunez, and then it's uncorked into right field. Moving to second, the big fella, and he's out at second. But the Brewers take the lead. There are two outs in the inning. That's a huge base hit for the big fella, Daniel Vogelback. Our play of the game as heard on Bally Sports Wisconsin. Craig Council has got to be pleased to earn a split. Uh, considering the way the first two games went. We'll hear from him next here on 1250 AM The Fan and Odyssey Station. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper. Brought to you by Schulze Family Beef. Treat your grill to quality pasture-raised beef from their family farm. Just go to SchulzeFamilyBeef.com. This is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragaway in Union Grove. On the fan. 7-6, Brewers split the series in the four-game set in Colorado. They're on their way to Arizona. We'll preview the matchup on the mound in just a second here. We need to get some comments from Craig Council. Had to be a little nervous in the middle of that game, namely the sixth inning. As the uh, Rockies had eight hits, four of them home runs, and a sixth spot to tie the game in that sixth inning. I recall uh, earlier this season that the sixth inning was not a good frame uh, for the Brewers pitchers. So that reared its ugly head today, but they survive, and they get the 7-6 victory. As uh, we'll hear uh, the scoop from the skipper was Schulze family beef after the Brewers victory. Yeah, I mean... It, I mean, he pitched great five innings, um, you know, maybe may have got a little tired at the end there. Um, but he was really sharp for the first five and, uh, it just, it just happened really fast. It was, you know, it was one of those innings where, um, you know, we, we it happens fast and then they hit a bunch of homers too. So that that's going to cause runs to go on the board fast. So, uh, sometimes that's how it works. Uh, it's not something you see every day or expect, but it, but it happened, um, and you know, there's no question. Of course, field plays a part in it. Craig, so many good at bats for your guys late. Um, I mean, the Omar one stands out, but but to get those runs, Jace with the good at bat, then Vogelbach two strikes, just was kind of a, a a couple of nights where your guys put together some really nice abs. Yeah, I, I thought late in the game, you know, 
we kind of had a dry spell mid 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 game, but but late in the ninth inning, last couple two nights, man, we've been been really tough on them. Um, Jace had an outstanding at bat, ran the bases really really well. So a little on the stolen base goes a little bit unnoticed, but huge stolen base there. Um, very aggressive slide into home, and I, I think helped helped to make it really hard for the catcher. Um, and then obviously Vogie just battling with two strikes as well. Um, doing, doing a really good job. So, uh, but that's how it works here. You just, you can't give, give anything in because everything seems to matter. I mean, I think, you know, we're in the stretch, see it's four here. It's, I think it's five, five, one run games in the last seven. So it just, it just tells you that how much everything little thing matters, um, in these games. And fortunately we, we came out on top and kept battling today. What about Colton and his success on first pitch, those first three at-bats, how productive he was? Yeah, I mean, it was – he had a great day for sure um, and got pitches to hit and uh, did something good with him quickly. So we'll, we'll take it for sure. Um, you know, we, we jumped out nice. We had great at-bats early in the game, a lot of opposite field, um, just getting stuff out over the plate against, against uh, Gonzalez, which was important. So we did a nice job against them. Hey Craig, just uh, what do you think of the job of your bullpen after after Godley? It seemed like uh, Brent, Devin, wrote Sharp, and then you had Boxberger close it out. Yeah, I mean, even Holby just to, to kind of stop the stop the bleeding in that inning um, came in and got a couple outs to finish it. So you know, it, you, you finish a four game series here in Coors Field, and and your bullpen is is going to be a little tired, um, and, and that's that's the spot we're in, but. Um, you know, Brent pitching on, a, on his third day in a row. It's probably the first time in his career he's done that. Um, and then Devin and Box were uh, were really sharp today. You're muted, Tom. My apologies. Um, you obviously had decided that Josh was off limits, right? You didn't want to do three yeah. with him. Yeah, no, if just look at the last 10 days with Josh, it's 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 just been a, a lot. So we, we, he was down today for sure, yeah. Hey, Craig, you mentioned this just that um, it was Brent's third time in a row. Was this a case where, you know, ideally maybe you would have want to stay away from him, but it just didn't. Uh, yeah, it just didn't yeah that's, that's that's definitely the case. Yeah. Based on like with, with with Godley, like what do you think sort of like went wrong there in the in the six for him? Yeah, I mean, you just they, you got some pitches over the middle of the plate and they, they put him in the air. Craig, Craig, splits are really good when you lose the first two games. Not good for them, good for you. Um, and you go into the ninth inning last night, you know, on the verge of losing three in a row. You split it. I mean, it's just a completely different feeling, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's more than anything. It's just a function of the games here. You, you know, you, you never feel like you're in command of a game. You never feel like you're out of a game. And, and you have to play it like that. Um, and our guys did a nice job of that. Um, it's – it's just the way this place is. Um, you, you expect it almost. You know, you grind through a four-game series here. Um, it, you know, it, it takes a little bit of toll. But our guys, I was proud of our guys. You know, you lose a six-run lead and it's it's deflating. There's no there's no other way to say that. But um, to come out with a win after losing that lead, it's it's a it's a credit to it, credit to those guys.
All right, there he is, Craig Council, after the uh, Brewers get that 7-6 victory. I will say this about uh, Zach Godley. When you you look at um, 80 pitches for Lauer, and a six-run lead. So the intent there, I know I know Kuros Field plays a little funky, and, and you're, as he said, you're never out of it. You're never in, in cruise control. But a six-run lead, you, you kind of are once you get uh, you know into that seventh inning a little bit. It's still a six-run lead. I don't care where you play the game at. All right, so that being said, 80 pitches for Lauer through five. You have Godley here. He was going to be next up. If... Uh, uh, if Lauer gets through that uh, sixth inning, Godley was going to take the ball because that's why he's here. It's a six-run lead. You get late. It's Godley. That's why he's here. Why wasn't he up when it happens so quick at, at Coors Field? That would be my question. You know, at 80 pitches for Lauer, why wouldn't he be in between the fifth and sixth or – while, while the Brewers were, were batting in the top of the sixth, you should have had Godley warming a little bit right there in case things did go a little haywire. Then you would have had a quicker hook on Lauer if, if, that's, if that were, were to be the case, and, and which it was. So that, that would be my own question there. All right, well, uh, take a look at uh, the matchup heading into uh, Arizona tomorrow, a three-game set. Little bit late night Brewers conversation for the next couple of nights. Uh, tomorrow night, an 8:40 first pitch. After the last pitch, you make the switch. Right here, the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, driven by the legendary Great Lakes Dragway in Union Grove. Merrill Kelly on the hill for the D-backs. A just about a five and a half ERA, two and seven mark. And uh, Brett Anderson's going to take the hill. Been a little bit better. That ERA ballooned up to 499, right around five. He's got that thing down to 424. And uh, Diamondbacks, Mitch, you were just telling me they put up a, a, a fight toward the end there. They had a, a yeah. big eight, eighth inning, right? Yeah, six runs in the bottom of the eighth, but they still fall to the Dodgers uh, nine to eight. The Diamondbacks have lost like 24 road games in a row. I think they were at home this weekend, but um, they're 20 and 52 on the year. They have not won a road game since that Madison Bumgarner no-hitter back in April. That's crazy. So and, they and I, believe, I believe that's a 17-game losing streak just anywhere. Yeah. It's 16 or 17 straight losses. Let's see if I can get it, but yeah, something yeah, like take, that. And, and, and what, was it three of them um, against the Brewers? So hopefully that'll continue. Brett Anderson, first pitch, 840 uh, tomorrow yep, night. 17 eight, straight, 17 straight. Wow. <clears throat> You know, law of averages says they're going to win one once in a while, and uh, you hope for, you hope just it's it's starting Thursday. Maybe you can get that win on Thursday, uh, a day game, uh, two forty start time on Wednesday. All right, for Mayor Mitch, my main man. We missed him in the month of May, but yeah. he's here in the month of June. <laughs> back back into the rotation. My name is Tim Allen. Happy Father's Day to all the fathers out there and uh, you guys have a great rest of your weekend and remember as always smile Milwaukee the world will smile back Celebrate. 
celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of colors starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.